This is our first session on 1 Thessalonians 4, 1 and 2. We'll read it, and then we'll focus on the issue of pleasing God. There's a lot of people, to my amazement, who either despair at pleasing God or think it's downright heretical to try to please God since we're all sinners and we're justified by faith alone, and therefore any effort to please God other than being found in Christ so that his perfection is what pleases God is wrong. (laughs) No, no, that's not right. Because right here and in many other texts, we are told to please God. So how is it that sinners like us, whose motives are never pure, can please God? Finally then, brothers, we ask and urge you in the Lord Jesus that as you received from us how it is necessary to walk and to please God, yes, it is necessary to please God, just as you are doing, yes, they are doing it, it's a doing that you do so more and more. So this is clearly not a pleasing God merely by trusting him to look only at the perfection of Christ as what pleases him. That's the foundation. Justification by faith alone is the foundation of the Christian life. We couldn't even begin to get into God's favor if it weren't for Christ's blood and righteousness, which we trust. Now the question is, trusting that, accepted by that, in that acceptance, can we please him? For you know what instructions we gave you through the Lord Jesus. So, Father, as we take a few minutes and ponder what you mean for us to understand about how to please you, grant us to do it. We want to walk in a way that pleases you inside our glorious salvation by grace through faith on the basis of Christ alone. I pray for your help now in Jesus' name. Amen. So clearly, it says in the text, he taught them how it was necessary to walk. That's a behavior. And thus, please God, just as you are doing. It's not impossible. They're doing it. They're pleasing God. And he wants them to do so more and more. So let's just do a quick survey of the Pauline letters, letters of Paul, in order to see him say this over and over, and then ask quickly, so how can we do it? 1 Corinthians 7, I want you to be free from anxieties. The unmarried man is anxious about the things of the Lord, how to please the Lord, but the married man is anxious about worldly things, how to please his wife, and he's commending singleness here because single people can focus on pleasing the Lord. That's a good thing he says. 2 Corinthians 5.9, whether we are at home with Christ through death or away, still alive here on the earth, we make it our aim to please him. And that's a good aim to have. And we ought to get up in the morning and want to do that every day. Colossians 3.20, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this pleases the Lord. It's good to say to our children, that they can please God. 1 Thessalonians 
2. Verse 4. Just as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, so we speak not to please man, but to please God who tests our hearts. So God's, Paul's aim is to please God. Colossians 1.10. Walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. So this God-pleasing behavior is a fruit-bearing in every good work. 1 Timothy 2, 1-3, I urge you that supplications, prayers, intercessions, thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings, for all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good, and it is pleasing in the sight of God our Savior. So to pray that way and to live that way is pleasing to God. 1 Timothy 5, 4. If a widow has children or grandchildren, let them first learn how, let them first learn to show godliness to their own household and to make some return to their parents for this please, this is pleasing in the sight of God to do that. Now, the question is, how can we do that? What is ple- what's the essence of how you please the Lord? The essence of how you please the Lord is found here in Hebrews 11.6, and we'll go back and see it confirmed in Paul. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he is, exists, and that he rewards those who seek him. So we please God by trusting him, that he is trusting him, that he is the rewarder of those who seek him. We, we look away from our own resources when it comes to pleasing God. Faith is always a receiving from God and a looking away from our own self-sufficiency to God's sufficiency. So what pleases God is the exaltation of God by trusting God for help in obedience. Now, here's Paul, Romans 14, 23. But whoever has doubts is condemned if he eats, because the eating is not from faith. Okay, there's an example of the principle in Hebrews. If you do something from faith, it's pleasing to God, and if you don't, it's not. For whatever is n- does not proceed from faith is sin. So if, we, if you act in self-reliance instead of faith in God, God-reliance, you are sinning, even if you're doing something right. To do something right in a self-reliant way is sin. To do something right in a God-reliant way is pleasing to God. So here we are now in 1 Thessalonians 1, 3. And he's telling them, that he, let's jump back to our text. Finally, brothers, we ask and urge you in the Lord Jesus that as you received from us, which you did when we were there, how it is necessary to walk and to please God, just as you're doing, do so more and more. So we told you how in walking you can please God. So if you go to 
chapter 1, verse 3, here's what we see. We remember before our God and Father your work of faith. That's what he taught them. That's how it is necessary to please God. Works done in faith, which happen to be labors of love and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. So the answer to how we please God is that we do the kinds of things he commands us to do. We'll see what those are. But mainly it is walk in faith, work in faith, love in faith. So it pleases God is what glorifies God, and what glorifies God is trusting God. When you trust God, you magnify him as trustworthy, valuable, precious. So it's not a contradiction of God's God-centeredness that he would be pleased by people like us when we walk in a certain way, even though our walk is not perfect. We're not sinless in this life. The blood of Jesus covers our imperfections, and faith looks away to God, gets strength from the Holy Spirit, and does things which God delights in.